This is going to be part of the episode. Shut up. <laughs> well, so I'm glad that I read 31 and 32. Because <laughs> it's 31. Yeah. Why'd you tell me 32? <laughs> I thought it was 32. <laughs> I was with well, I finally got that. home. I finally got home after this epic day that I've had, and there's my notes, so I know which one it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, I last time I made sure to to put it in my phone so that way I wouldn't forget what we were doing because uh, we say it verbally, but we don't like send a message or anything. So and then Martin told me I was wrong. It's like, I'm going to read them both because I'm the one that messed up once before and I'm not going to be it every time. By the way, this Brutes and Babes thing you sent. Yeah. That's the craziest booster gold I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. And the last page, what is going on with that guy's head? What is booster gold? Booster gold. He's like a, uh, he's a DC. He's character. a superhero from the future. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was a football player, and he was really popular and famous uh, until he wasn't, kind of like Flash Thompson from Spider-Man. Yep. And uh, so to regain some glory, he stole some stuff from a museum that gave him superpowers, and he went back in the past so that he could make money fixing things in the past. And as a side note, there is a fan-made Exo Man War action figure that's based on the Booster Gold action figure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. Booster Gold sounds like a lame character, but he's actually really cool. Um, just before the New 52, there was a, a Booster Gold series. The first 12 issues are phenomenal. Dan, yeah. Dan Jurgens' creation. Old Jurgens. The Jurga Jurg. I can't wait till we get to the Solar Jurgens stuff. Yeah. I love that stuff. I was just looking at the uh, Birthquake ad. Yeah. Hey, you want to do the next episode? Wait, we have another episode? Yeah. For those of us who are there at issue. Kick it! Hey, look, it's Ivar's Longbox, where we ask the question, does this classic Valiant comic still hold up, or is it a hatchet job? This week, it's ride number 31. I'm Josh, telling puns. <laughs> and I'm the bad penny. <laughs> I've decided that all my intros now are going to just be the worst puns I can come up with. That was a great pun. It applied to the issue so well. Yeah. There were two puns in there. Two. What was the other one? You're going to have to listen to it again. I know you don't like to listen to the episodes. Uh, I, I need a commute so I can get back to listening to podcasts. I haven't listened to podcasts in so long. I just finally finished listening to uh, uh, Valiant. Uh, was it uh, only the Valiant's VCR April first uh, <laughs> oh <my God>. episode? <laughs> As I was listening, to it, I was just like, I know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't have a commute, but I'm in an office all day, so <laughs> I listen as soon as they come out. Have you listened yeah. to Valiant Efforts April first episode yet? I have. Yes, that was really good. I listened to that uh, while I had to go down to Portland to get my face cut. Oh. <laughs> so, so you could look like Axe? Mm -hmm. Nice. I have a scar now. I look badass. Sweet. Hey, Paul, have you read Rye Zero yet? No, it's coming up soon. I started, uh, I don't know if you saw this yet, but I started reading, um, instead of doing two single issues a week, I'm yeah. starting to do 
a month of what was published at a time and doing like one a week yeah. that way. Because I, I, I got the get stars really though. I want the stars still. Yep. Yeah, I have, I have to figure that out because like this last month that I did, uh, I had already reviewed I think like four of the nine issues before I was like, you know what, I got to pick up the pace. So uh, what I'll need to do is I'll need to figure out because uh, I, I don't know if we could like have the stars displayed the same way, uh, but I could just type in there. You know well, something. So I, I looked it up, and we should be able to do. I think the new plugin that I got for the star ratings will actually let you do multiples. Um, so like normally you would do like a star rating for story, one for art, and whatever one for uh, cover, let's say. And so it'll have four lines of stars, and the, the last one would be like the star average. Um, so I, I think we could probably do that with the uh, the monthly uh, kicking it all schools. So, Paul, okay. the reason I ask you if you've read Rise Era yet is because the first three pages of this book are taken from that. I figured that. Yeah, looking at this, uh, I really hope the art was better in Rise Zero because I thought the art in this was Hell pile yeah, of crap. it is. <laughs> this is. This is some bad art. John Royal, <laughs> I do not like you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Every tooth in Axe's head is the same damn size. Wait, you said every what in his head? Tooth. <laughs> you are so nitpicky, dude. <laughs> I I I do not like this art. Wait, your molars aren't shaped like your front teeth? <laughs> they are, but that's a personal issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the art is way better in in Rise Zero. Thank God. Is this like a, a kind of a scene for scene like redrawing of like? This no, no. first page. So it, no. this is kind of the, sort the of scene a, in Rise Zero is a panel. So this is three pages yep. from that one panel. So it's a, an embellishment on what we saw in there. Okay. But I like it in the sense that we're kind of getting a little bit of, especially since Valiant was kind of winding down. So it was a good opportunity for them to fill in the gaps. Mm. And and so. Uh, it was kind of neat to to see that, and then it was is really cool, I think, to see Axe back too. Um, it, it really in the new Valiant Axe yeah. is in the future, and we're not really sure why or what that's all about yet. But I would know that I was really excited when when we saw him because it reminded me of this story and going, oh yeah, Axe does survive to the year four thousand. In this case, four thousand twenty. Yeah, that was cool. And I didn't even catch the uh, the reference between Harbinger and Rye when those characters came up. Um, but I remember Axe from the original. And he's such a douchebag, but I, I kind of love him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a dick, but he's awesome. <laughs> What's think- awesome about Axe is every time he got into a fight with whoever he got into a fight with, he lost another part of his body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of makes that into a jo- well. I mean, I, he's talking about chopping bloodshot up, but he makes that into a joke here. Um, yeah, this was this was good, uh, especially those first three pages. the uh, The rest of the issue was a little lacking for me. Um, I did like when Rye is going through his like. I don't even know what it is, like a night sleep. He's going through his own blood system and finding those memories uh, from the blood of heroes that are stored in, in his body. 
And uh, I got to say, of all the things I pictured nanites looking like, I did not picture them looking like little dolphins. They're cute. As nanites should be. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, uh... Oh, man. So... My first impression reading this was I, I found it interesting seeing stuff that happens in the future because I haven't read any of this stuff yet. I'm really looking forward to getting to Rise Zero. Um, and my first thought was that uh, that Axe is a total pussy and killed Bloodshot, and I didn't like that. I haven't read Bloodshot in VH1 yet, but I was like, how does this guy kill Bloodshot? I mean, obviously he's looking a little more badass than uh, you know when he got his. Uh, his uh, wee wee burns by Charlene, or <laughs> when he battles uh, Exo, and you know he, he was he was getting a little tougher when he battled Exo, but he still as, as soon as uh, he wasn't able to cheat, he was wussing out. So I don't know, like I, I didn't like that, but it's uh, like the fact that it ties into what happened before is cool. Definitely, uh, I thought the whole kind of first person perspective from Bloodshot thing was kind of neat, but I really didn't like the art. Uh, and it's not, good. it's not good art. Yeah, the art's not good. The story, I miss. This really feels like, you know, Valiant needs to end at this point. Maybe I don't know. This two-parter feels like it could have been told in an issue. Because oh, yeah. uh, there's a lot of drawn-out stuff with Spylock that is probably not necessarily necessary. And even if you've read the series. You would think, oh, this is kind of a rehash because we'd seen Spylock being mean to Rai before, and and in training. So it's it's kind of okay. You're just piling on, you know. Um, so th- a lot of that stuff. I'm, I guess maybe they were setting up the attack at the end. I I don't know. But it it just wasn't. The things that I like about this book are not. Like I don't like the story or the art, but I like that it's connected to the rest of Valiant. You know that there's the, those connections are remade. But well, and you got to remember too, this is like the end of the series, pretty much. You know, yeah, there's two yeah, more issues after this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is about <laughs> mid '95, so there's not a whole lot of Valiant left. Um, I think they were doing the bi-monthly issues at this point, right? Not yet. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I had just uh, – so I, I was going through my VH1 collection. I'm trying to sort it all into short boxes by the reading order so that way I just have it all set up to, to go through. And then as I read it, I'm resorting it by title. Um, so I finally got to the point where they started doing the bimonthly issues of everything. And it's it, I just thought it was very interesting that just sorting something out can tell you something about what's going on with the company. Hmm. Explain. Yeah, doing bi-monthly is, is, was probably – I understand why they were doing it. They're trying to get you know as many books on the shelves as possible and trying to make some money. But you know, editorially, it does make the line suffer because mm. you're, you're, you're stretched too thin. Uh, I mean certainly they would have an artist do two issues. You know, an artist would do two issues and then the next artist would do two issues. So it wasn't a strain that way. But when you're trying to – make a cohesive universe 
especially when you're trying to make a cohesive universe, it is incumbent that an editor has control and and you can see the lack of control at this point. You know, after Chaos Effect, you know, Leighton really started to check out and, you know, he's getting ready to sell the company. You know, that's his focus. And and a lot of the books suffered because of it. So, yeah. So what I yeah, and like I was saying, from my perspective, just just going through the books and sorting them by what came out each month. When you see suddenly titles start dropping off at a pretty quick rate, and yeah. uh, especially seeing a lot of the titles that have been around for a long time dropping off, and then all of a sudden the titles that are sticking around are coming out twice a month, it just even just doing that was very indicative of the health of the company. And you know, when you're losing a number of different titles and you start trying to publish titles twice a month to you know still put that many books on the shelves, it's just not a good sign. Um, so what the hell is Psylocke anyways? Because – Oh, I'm not I, spoiling that. <laughs> well, they have these pages. So like uh, – No, no, right no. After- I'm not I, – I, when I read the book, I, 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 I was like, I hope they don't spoil it. I hope they don't spoil it. And then they kind of almost spoil it and I go, I don't want them to spoil it for Paul because I remember when, I, when, I, when you find out what – because they, they really set up the mystery of w- what's going on there and – I remember when you find out what's that it's all about. That was a big deal. So then so. my question is, at this point, do we already know what he is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, for me, reading this out of the blue, which is kind of the you know part of the reason we're doing this to see what it's like reading these books without continuity. Um, this was like, what the hell are they? like? I honestly didn't even know that was Spylock. Yeah. I, I didn't know that was the same character for the longest time because everywhere else, his you know his character is shown much smaller. And I didn't know exactly what he looked like. And all of a sudden there's, okay, who's this, you know, this guy walking along that suddenly, you know, kills this pig. Um, And then it's back to, you know, Spylock. And, like, I wasn't paying enough attention to realize that that was the same character. So, I don't know, it was weird. I got a couple of pages later and I was like, oh, that maybe that was that guy. That doesn't still doesn't make any sense. Why did they put those two pages in? Those two pages didn't mean anything. They're not necessary. That, that's that, that's exactly what I was saying. A lot of that Spylock stuff is just not necessary. Yeah, rehash. But Paul, well, never mind. I won't spoil it. <laughs> if I mean, if you re- if you read all these old books, there's not a whole lot that he could be. Um, so I'll just leave it at that. Shut up, Martin! Don't ruin it. <laughs> I'm gonna spoil it for you, Paul. Let me tell you what happens twenty years later. <laughs> We're gonna get to the Malev War, I'm sure. Leave it alone. <laughs> so that was the only thing that actually told me something, because we've seen the Malev War some. Yeah, I, I find the uh, the new Spylock a lot in- more interesting than this character, though. It's because you like his goatee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and his sweet bleached blonde hair. <laughs> he looks like such a douche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So I'm guessing uh, you guys did enjoy this book. Yeah. Me? How about the yeah. cover? The cover's cool. Yeah, David Ross does some good cover. This is not David Ross's best cover, but, I'll, you know. It reminds me of uh, Terminator 2. 
my you know it's not Arnold, but I used to have that that the hand when I was a kid. The Terminator hand. The Terminator hand. Nice. Oh my god, that was the best toy ever. <laughs> <laughs> I pull my arm up just a little bit in my sleeve, so just that was sticking out. You can move all the fingers. I was the coolest kid. <laughs> Were you wearing your flannel shirts too at the time? Yes, I was wearing my flannel shirts. You nice. back off on my flannel shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I still had that hand so I could recreate this cover. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. I'm sure you can just make one out of Legos or something. So, did you like the story, Martin? Um, you know, it was okay. Um, I mean, I like seeing acts in here, but. You know, like like Paul was saying, the book just seems kind of meh. Like, there's not a lot of interesting stuff happening. Um, this Rye is kind of a douchebag. And, uh, you know, Spylock is just not very interesting to me. So. Why is he a douchebag? Because he's like Wesley Crusher? He's just so stupid. And like, dude, watch <laughs> me do my dancing on sword moves. I'm going to flip over. And then let me freak out because Spylock is a... Uh, Never mind. I can't spoil it for Paul. I, I kind of like this Rye. I mean, I like him better than the in-between guy. Oh, yeah. The in-between guy sucked. So I haven't read the in-between guy yet. Yeah. You get him Rye Zero. That's when you first see him. Yeah. yeah. I like the I, Rye. I've heard it. from people that after the first Rye is gone, it really hurts. That first Rye was great. Yeah. I mean, that, that book had so much depth. It's so good. And, I mean, they could have kept the guy. Look what Matt Kent's doing with right now. They could hey, do you guys him. want to know what we're going to read next? No. No? Okay, I yes, do. I do, I do. Well, randomot.org says we're going to read... Ooh, it is going to be our first uh, jump into the chaos effect. We're reading Psylords number three. Oh shit, son! Valiant Vision cover. <laughs> I, love I got my Valiant Vision glasses. I'm ready. Side Lords. I cannot wait to read Side Lords. <laughs> I'm gonna read the whole run. That, that's what I did. It was only twelve issues. Yeah. I read it uh, probably about a month or a month and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. You guys have so much more free time than I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, getting out of retail helped, dude. You know? Yeah. Plus, your kids are older. Yeah, Two-year-olds yeah. only just sit and read a comic. Yep, it's nice. Cool. I guess uh, we should go ahead and wrap it up, <laughs> Mr. Josh. Uh, besides this fine podcast, I'm on another one called Valiant Effort. Check it out. Woo! And you can uh, find me on on the Twitter. That's how the hip kids say it, right? The Twitter. The Twitter. At I want Valiant because that's what I want. Woo! Valiant. And Paul. Yes. You can't find Paul anywhere else. He's exclusive. <laughs> He's on their exclusive contract to this podcast. I was on the Valiant podcast when they were on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, can- I'm on Twitter at Who's Paul. I read on Valiant Central. I'm on the Facebook groups. Um, and that's me. Awesome. And I'll be at Valiant underscore Central. I'll be on Facebook under just myself. 
and the Valley Central Podcast. Be sure to visit ValleyCentral.com and also ValiantDatabase.com for all your, uh, I don't know, your, your book stuffs. That's going to be it for this week, and until the next time, I really got to write an outro. Have a good we night. We had time. We had this la- this conversation last week. You had a whole week. <laughs> <laughs> good night.